We are on Subis Lamed Ches, Amir Aleph 38a2 in the Arch Gemara as we begin a new Mishnah. Our Mishnah is continuing the discussion of Ma'anes Umefate, of a girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, of the a fine, the knas that exists when a person uh, either rapes her or uh, seduces her, uh, that there is a fine of Chamishim Kesef, Shkalim of 50 Shekel. Um, and so far, we have studied and learned that this has to be a girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, has to be referred to a girl that we refer to as a Na'ara. We also know that she has to be a Besula, she has to be a virgin. There is another condition which is found in the Torah, which is that uh, she could not have, the Pasuk says, in both with regards to uh, rape and with regards to being seduced, it says, Asher lo orasa, uh, that uh, this girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half was never halachically engaged. We know that there are two stages to marriage. There's the first step of marriage called erisin, the engagement, which is during the times of the Gemara, it took uh, a year, it was a year long, um, that halachic engagement, which is the giving of the ring, which is what we do today. Um, and then there is the Nisuin, the marriage, which is, uh, let's say, reflective of the, we, we have that by the Chuppah, which reflects the fact that uh, they are now living together, they are living under the same roof. Um, and so it used to be a year apart, but Erisin is when they are, the first stage of marriage, let's call it halakhically engaged, um, but it's uh, it's a time period where they are not living together, but at the same time they are designated to each other. Uh, if the wife were to have sexual relations with somebody else, that would be viewed as adultery. Uh, but they, the two of them are not allowed to, uh, they do not engage in sexual activity. Um, so, uh, the Pasuk says that if she was previously engaged, which means either that she was engaged as a katana, as a girl, under, um, as a minor under the age of 12, which the father, on a biblical level, the father has the right to, um, to marry her off, and so she could be engaged under the age of 12, or it's when she's engaged between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. Uh, but the point is, is that the Pasuk, the verse says that if she was engaged, even if she she didn't have any sexual relations, she never had sexual relations, once she's engaged, so then um, there is no longer a knas for her. There's no longer a concept of a knas, of a fine. Um, that's, that's what the Torah says. Now, everybody agrees that if she's currently engaged when this occurs, when she's raped or, or seduced, uh, so then there is no fine, there is no kanas. There is a big discussion, which is this Mishnah and the Gemara that follows, about what happens if she was engaged, but either they got divorced or the husband died, and so now she's no longer engaged, and at the same time she's still a basula, she's still a virgin. So then is there a kanas? is there a fine, is there not a fine? What exactly uh, would the law be? Because the Torah just says that she's not engaged, but does that mean that she, even if... Uh, she was engaged in the past and she's no longer engaged uh, because the husband passed away or, the, or they got divorced. What would, be the, what would be the halacha in that case? So there are three different opinions that we will see in the Mishnah and in the Gemara, three different opinions as to what would happen in that case where 
uh, again, we're talking about a girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, where uh, before she's raped, uh, she was halakhically engaged to somebody, and then they got divorced. What happens now? And so one opinion says, there is no knas, there's no fine, since at one point in time she was engaged, so then there's no fine. Another opinion says, no, there is a fine, uh, and it's a regular fine. In general, the fine goes to the father. The father is, uh, is the one who receives the payment. Uh, and in this case as well, it's no different than any other case. The payment goes to the father. And then there's a third opinion, which is really found in our Mishnah, which is that there is a fine, but this is different. Because since she was already engaged, so then she sort of left her father's home. She's no longer what we refer to as Brishus Avia, under the domain of her father, because she was already engaged. And so therefore the fine goes to her. So either there is no fine, or the fine there is a fine, but she receives the payment because she was engaged and now uh, and now she's no longer she was divorced, and so she's she has left uh, the domain of her father, and so therefore the fine will go to her. Or the third option is that no, it's no different than any other case where this occurs, where the fine the knas goes to her father, the father receives the the payment. So and, and the Gemara will try to figure out what's the logic behind all three different opinions. That's what the Gemara will discuss. But let's first see the mission. The mission discusses two of those opinions. In a case of a Nara, of this girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, where she was previously uh, had an engagement, halach engagement, this first step of marriage, and then gets divorced. So, and the commentators point out that it doesn't have to be a divorce. It could also be a case where the husband passes away. That, that's not a, there's no difference between those two cases. The point is that she's no longer engaged. Rabbi Yosef says, no fine. There's no fine whatsoever. There is no knas. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Rabbi Akiva says, and this is the Rabbi Akiva uh, in our Mishnah, we will see that uh, in the Gemara, there's another version of Rabbi Akiva, but the Rabbi Akiva of our Mishnah is that there is a fine, but it's different than a regular fine. In a regular fine, uh, the, the payment goes to the father. In this case, it goes to her. It goes to this girl because... Um, she was engaged, and, that, and then now she's no longer engaged, but she sort of left her father's rishos, her, her father's domain. Okay, so now begins the Gemara. Says the Gemara, my time is Rabbi Yosef Lili. What is the logic behind Rabbi Yosef Lili, who says that there's no fine whatsoever? So the, he says, Amar Kra, Asher lo rasa, ho rasa ein leknas. It's very simple. The Pasuk says, the verse says that she was not engaged. It means that she was never engaged. Once she's engaged, there is no longer fine. Even if she got divorced, doesn't make a difference. There is no fine. She has no right to the fine. Rabbi Kiva, Asher lo Rasalavia. Horasalatsma. No, Rabbi Kiva says in Mishnah that no. The verse says, the Pasik says that she was never engaged. It means that when she was never engaged, so then it goes to her father. But once she's engaged, it goes to her. It goes to her. The point of the Pasuk, the Pasuk is only, the verse is only talking about a case of the payment going to the father. When does it go to the father? When she was never engaged. But if she was engaged, there is a kanas, there is a fine, but it goes to her. To this, the Gemara challenges and says, wait a minute, what about the other conditions that are found in the, in the Pasuk, in the verse? We know that there are other conditions, like the fact that it's specifically a girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, or the fact that she has to be a basula, has to be a virgin. Are you telling me that if she's above the age of 12 and a half or that she's no longer a virgin, there is a fine? 
but it goes to her. No, nobody. We have never entertained that possibility that if she's above the age of twelve and a half, that there's a fine, but it goes to her, or that if she's no longer a basula, that that the fine goes to her. We've never entertained that. So the Gemara challenges and says, "How, how could how could you say this? There are three conditions that are found in the in the pasuk in the verse. One is that she has to be a girl between the ages of twelve and twelve and a half. The other one is that she has to be a basula, a virgin. The other one is that she could not have been engaged. So all of them should seemingly." Have the same the same implications that if, if those don't apply then there there's no fine. Uh, how could you, Rabbi Kiva, tell me that with regards to the third condition, it really means there is a fine, but it goes to it goes to her. This is the Gemara's challenge. We never found such a thing. It, it, it never said when, for the other conditions. If she's above the age of twelve and a half, there's no fine. If she's no longer a virgin, there's no fine. So to over here, there shouldn't be a fine. Okay. So Amar Lach Rabbi Kiva, Hailo Orasa, Mibaile Lichiditanya. Essentially, the Gemara says, you are right. This is a difficult opinion. So the Gemara now pivots to the third opinion that we discussed, which is that uh, this, this will be the position of Rabbi Kiva that's not found in the Mishnah, but it's the position of Rabbi Kiva which is found in the Brisa. Which is a different opinion. Which is that you know what this is what this is a regular case, just like in a regular case, the knas, the fine, the payment goes to the father. So too in this case where she was engaged and then they got divorced, uh, and she's between the ages of twelve and twelve and a half. So then it goes to the father. It's like a regular case where it goes to the father, as it says in the following brisa: Asher lo orasa. We're in thirty-eight a three here in the second column. Asher lo orasa. They, the Bryce first quotes the position of Rabbi Yisrael that there is no fine in this case. But Rabbi Kiva Omer, no. This is like a regular case where the fine belongs to her father. And it's, it's a logical argument. The Gemara says that, you know what? The father receives the fine. How do we know that? Because there's an equation between, uh, in general, uh, if, if we have a Na'ara, a girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, and she gets married, so then... The father receives the payment of the kiddushin for that halachic engagement. Today we give a ring, but it's really the value of the ring. A, a person would have to, the husband would give his wife in order to, to have that halachic engagement, would have to give some any uh, anything of value. And so when that happens, when she's a girl between the ages of twelve and twelve and a half, so then that goes to the father. So this that goes to the father, even if she was engaged prior, she she already had an engagement. And they got divorced. It continues to go to the father, and so just like he has rights to that, to the, to the to the payment of the engagement, so too he would have rights to this fine. That's the position of Rabbi Kiva. The Gemara then says, "Well, okay, fine. Sorry, no pun intended. Okay, but what do you do with the pasuk? What do you do with the verse? It says Asher Lo Orasa. It says that." Uh, she wasn't engaged. 
according to Rabbi Kiva, if she was engaged and then they got divorced, so then the father is still entitled to the payment. He still has rights to the payment. It's like any other case. To this, the Gemara answers, no, the whole verse, the whole verse is there to tell you something else. It has nothing to do with being engaged. It's there because just like we, we find this phrase that she wasn't engaged both in the context of a case of a seduction and in the case of a rape of a girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. And it's there to make a certain connection between the two, what we refer to as a Gzeir Shava. The same words are found in both contexts to tell you that just like in one place it says 50, the other place it says 50, just like in one place it says uh, the currency is shkalim, it's a shekel, so too in the other place it's a shekel. To tell you, in both places, uh, the fine is 50 shkalim. Uh, now, this at first glance, it seems pretty strange because it would seem that according to this position of Rabbi Akiva, the phrase itself of not being engaged is, is not true. It seems like it's totally not true. It's just... There's no purpose for it existing in the Torah outside of making a connection between the two cases of seduction and rape. But other than that, it seems like it's totally uh, totally not true. So the Gemara will ask that question momentarily. The Gemara will ask that question momentarily, and the Gemara will answer, no, it has ramifications for when she's is currently engaged. If she's currently engaged, if she happens to be engaged, and while she's engaged, she's raped or seduced, so then there's no fine. Uh, and so the, the, there is a literal translation to the verse. It just means that in a situation where uh, she's divorced after the engagement, so then according to Rebikiva, it's like any other situation, and the fine would go to the father. Again, this is the position of Rebikiva in the Brisa. Rebikiva in the Mishnah has a different position and says that uh, she would receive uh, the payment um, and, not, and, not, uh, and not the father. The Gemara asks as follows, Virabikiva. We're moving on to 38b. The Gemara essentially asks as follows. It says that we have different words in, 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 in both psukim, in both verses, one having to do with a seduction of a girl between 12 and 12 and a half, and one has to do with a rape, and he uses the same words. One of the or phrases. One of the phrases that he uses in both is Asher Lo Rasa, that she wasn't engaged. Another one is that she has to be a basula, a virgin. So how do you know, Rabbi Akiva, that we learn from Asher Lo Rasa that uh, she wasn't engaged? To that should make the connection, but it really shouldn't be taken as literally. Maybe basula shouldn't be taken as literally. The fact that maybe she, maybe if she's not a virgin, uh, it, should, it, it should go to the father. How, how, how do you know to make the connection between one phrase and not the other phrase? So the Gemara answers, no. No, we, we have, because the, the reason is, is because she, the Pasuk says, the verse says she has to be a, a virgin. So the Gemara says, what are you talking about? The Pasuk, the verse says also she has to be, uh, she can't be engaged. We have to apply the verse, the Pasuk, which says that she has to be engaged. So the Gemara answers at the end of the day, well, the reason why we picked one over the other is because Mistavra ha'ishtani ishtani gufa. In a case where she's no longer a virgin, she's no longer a basula, so then there's no fine because there was a change that happened to her. A change already happened to her, and so therefore uh, that would impact whether or not there's a knas, whether or not there's a fine. But if there's no change happened to her, she was engaged, but nothing actually physically happened to her, so then we can use that to learn this uh, concept of 50 shekel applies in both cases. Okay. 
in the end of the day, in the end of the day, according to Rabbi Kiva of this Brisa, Asher Lo Arasa is not really being used for anything. The fact that she's not engaged is not really being used for anything within the verse itself, as of now. But it's being used to tell you, that, to make this connection that the fine itself in both cases is a payment of 50 shekel. The Gemara now says, well, according to Rabbi Yossi Aglili, Rabbi Yossi Aglili, hai sivara minalei, According to Rabbi Yosei who really takes the phrase literally and says she was never engaged, uh, meaning if she was engaged and then they got divorced, there is no fine. That was the first position of the Mishnah. So then how does he know that 50 shekel apply in both cases? He doesn't have the phrase open. It's not an empty phrase to apply the Gzirashava, to apply the connection between the two cases. So to that, the Gemara says, well, there's another phrase that applies in both cases. We have the following breaks. Kesav Yishkol Kamora Basulos. She has Zekamora Basulos, Umora Basulos Kazat. There's another verse which uh, teaches us this idea that just like one has 50, the other one also has 50, just like the other one has Shekel, so too uh, they, they both have Shekel and they both have 50 Shekel. And that's the payment. Okay. Now the Gemara focuses on Rabbi Kiva because we mentioned there are three opinions. Two people, three opinions. A classic, a classic Jewish debate. Two opinions. We have Rabbi Yossi, who says that there's no fine whatsoever. And then within Rabbi Kiva, there are two versions within Rabbi Kiva. There's Rabbi Kiva of the Mishnah, which says that the fine, there's a knas, there's a fine, but it goes to the to the, the girl. And the other opinion says that it goes to the father. So says, Kasha Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva. There's a contradiction within Rabbi Kiva. The Gemara answers, trade tonight by leave with Rabbi Kiva. Two versions, two different Tanayim, who have different, they, they disagree about the opinion of Rabbi Kiva. And now the Gemara analyzes and starts to figure out which one makes more sense of these two opinions. The, the, the author of the Mishnah uh, and his position of Rabbi Kiva seemingly makes more sense. Why? Because at least there's a literal understanding of the verse. The verse at least shows that there's some change. When she was previously engaged, there's a change that occurs. He no longer, the father no longer receives the payment. There's a change. Now the, the daughter, the girl, receives the payment. But according to the Brisa, that everything's the same. The fine, it's like any other fine where it goes to the father. So then what do you do with the actual verse itself? How do you, how do you just read the words? How do you read the words of the Pasuk? So, Amar of Nachem Bar Yitzchak, Karibay Asher Lo Arusa. So Rav Nachman Baritzak explains, according to the second version of Rabbi Akiva, it's there to tell you about a regular, classic case of where she is currently engaged. It's where she's currently engaged, and the Pasuk is telling us that when she's currently engaged, so then there's no fine. If she was previously engaged and then got divorced, then there is a fine, and it goes to the father, according to the second version of Rabbi Akiva. Uh, but if she's engaged, the Pasuk itself, the literal translation, is only when she's currently engaged, and then there's no fine. The Gemara asks, wait a minute, Arusa Baskilahi. I don't understand. The Gemara says, why do I need the Pasuk to tell this to me? Why do I need the verse to tell me that when she's engaged, there's no fine? When she's engaged and a person has sexual relations with a girl who's engaged, he is deserving of the death penalty. So now we come back to the topic that we've been discussing, that this is a case of Kim Lebedrabimine. He's deserving both of the death penalty and has to pay this fine. He doesn't pay the fine. He doesn't pay the fine. So I don't need the Torah to tell that to me. He doesn't, we know that he doesn't pay the fine. That's a, cla- that's a case of Kim Lebedur Abba Mine. So the answer is no. 
answers that no, I need the Pasuk in this case. Why do I need the verse in this case? We need the verse because this is a little different than a regular case of Kimlai. Because here, the monetary payment, we've discussed this in the past, the monetary payment is not a regular monetary payment of damages, but this is a fine. This is a knas. It's a fine. A fine is a, is a novel concept. It's not equal to what the person did in terms of damages. You might have thought, one might have thought that they would have to, Kimlai doesn't apply in that case. There is no exemption on the fine. Comes our verse to tell us that there is an exemption on the fine. Maybe that's maybe that's maybe that's what uh, the verse is coming to teach us. Um, so the Gemara now asks. I apologize, we're a little bit above 20, 20 minutes, but we have a few more lines. Oh, but what do you do according to Rabba? There are opinions. There's an opinion of Rabba who says that in a case of Kimlei. In a case where a person does one action, i.e. in this case where a person has sexual relations with a girl who's engaged, so he's deserving of the death penalty, but at the same time there's a knas. Rob is of the opinion that if there's a knas, there's a fine. Both do apply. He would have to pay the fine. The concept of Kimlai should not apply in this case. If that's the case, how could the verse be telling me that when she's engaged, there's no fine? There is a fine. There is a fine. This is not a classic case of Kimlai. There should be a fine. So the Gemara says, oh, Rabbah, this Rabbah must hold like, they can't hold like this Rabbi Akiva. He must hold like the Rabbi Akiva of the Mishnah, the Rabbi Akiva of the Mishnah, um, who understands that the Pasuk is not talking about where she's currently engaged, it's talking about a case where she was engaged and therefore the fine goes to the daughter, that there's a change. right? But it's true. According to the Rabbi Akiva of the Brisa, who says, that the actual literal translation of the verse must be talking about a, a girl who's currently engaged, that would not work for Rabbah. It would only work according to the opinion that says that she does not receive, uh, she, 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 does, she would not receive any payment because it's a case of Kimlei and he would not be obligated to pay the knas, the fine. Okay, a few more lines. Uh, the Gemara now just quotes the same opinions again. Tanurabanan, we have the following Brisa. It says, Kanasalami, who receives the payment of the fine? Lavia, Vyesham, Latsma. The Gemara at first glance is assuming that it's talking about a regular case. A regular case, uh, not where there's a previous engagement. Regular case, who receives the fine? First opinion says the father. Second opinion says the girl herself. The Gemara says, Latsma, am I? But that's not what the Torah says. The Torah says it goes to the father. So now the Gemara answers and clarifies, Amr of Chista, Hacha, Ben Arash, and his Arsham, and his Karshas, Ginon. They come if they plucked at the Rabbi Kiva de Masisin, Rabbi Kiva de Brisa. No, we're talking about a case. It's not your regular case. We're talking about a case where she was previously engaged and then got divorced. And that's why we have two opinions. One opinion says it goes to the father, like the Rabbi Kiva in the Brisa. One says it goes to her because that's the opinion of Rabbi Kiva in the Mishnah. But it essentially just repeats the same opinions that we had uh, before in the Brisa and in the Mishnah. Okay, this concludes the topic of different cases where she's engaged or it's after an engagement. Uh, is there a fine? Is there not a fine? We'll continue with other interesting topics um, having to do with this knas, this fine of a onus or a mefata.